Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Back with Phil Putney and myself here to talk about understanding RMDs. We're going to do a little uh, straightforward guide, if you will, on these for the soon-to-be-retired uh, for mm -hmm. RMDs. Or, or I guess you could be retired and still wait since they keep pushing these ages back. So we're going to yeah, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, they keep pushing them back. So Yeah, confusing the dates. So we're going to just kind of kind of hit the RMD thing again and just kind of straightforward, quick approach on this. Although it dawned on me, Phil, as I hit the record button and it was counting down from five, I was like, I never wear white on, on the show. And it's after Labor Day. Oh, I think that's I did, right. I think I did a fashion faux pas. That's right. You did. You can't wear white after Labor Day. <laughs> I don't know how old that thing is, but does anybody adhere to that anymore? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I, I the don't fashion know police, they're, they're going to yeah. tag us this week. I don't know what it means, why it exists, or whatever, but I just put it on. So, Anyway, how are you, my friend? Doing good. Doing yeah. good. Yeah. Cooking. It's crazy. After yeah, Labor Day, and we're, we're into the upper 80s and 90s. It's just nuts. Uh, so. 99 here tomorrow. Oh, my word. Yeah. You can have it. <laughs> yeah. Crazy in September, right? So anyway. Uh, I mean, allergies are here, coming but... back in September. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so we had a massive swing, and we're getting off topic, but we'll get into it real fast. So it was 55 after the hurricane passed through last okay. week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So nighttime, you know, and like it's like, uh, it like 9 p.m. It was 55. Three days yep. later, it's going to be 99. That's that's Michigan weather, you know, seeing those kind of swings. 40-degree <laughs> swings are nuts, right? So anyway, hope everybody's doing good and had a good holiday after the uh, long Labor Day weekend. And, you know, so, you know, are you in this age bracket, right? So mm -hmm. I'll be 52 in two weeks. We were talking about that, you know, just a little bit ago. And and so getting close to, you know, yep. thinking about retirement in general. RMDs, you know, not there yet, right? They've, they've changed right. these numbers on that. But it's something to start thinking about, especially if you're proactive and planning for the conversation of, what am I going to do with these? How are they going to affect me? Do I do I need to do something with them ahead of time? You know, all those kinds of things. I want to be more tax efficient now while I know what's right. in front of me. What is the confusion around RMDs? The government hasn't helped because they've changed it three times in the past couple of years. Right. So what's an RMD first off, Phil, just to kind of run it back down? And what's the ages now? Yeah, so RMD required minimum distribution, talking in the, the lingo here again. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's uh, basically a distribution on your qualified accounts, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, you know, you name it, whatever that tax-deferred qualified type of a, an investment is. And the whole purpose is um, the IRS, I always joke, I said, you know, they, they give you this this time frame where you don't have to touch the money, right? You can delay, right. defer, let it grow, but this is the end of it. The required minimum distribution, and, and that's their version of retirement. I mean, at, at these ages is when they say, okay, enough's enough. Now we want our tax gimme, money gimme, is gimme. what it comes down to, right? They've let you defer it all these years. Now that it's time to pay the piper, so to speak. So you have to turn that around and start taking distributions. So think about it like this too. We hear a lot of conversation around this, Phil, that there's $32 trillion in debt and there's yep. 40 plus trillion dollars in retirement money sitting out there that has not been taxed. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, that's I, a big, I guy, that's say, a big bullseye. They're, they're a very patient creditor. You know I mean? They, they know the, the rules, right. they, they make them. You know, so they're they're wanting their payback at that point. So um, to your point on ages, I mean, it started mm -hmm. at 70 and a half, went to 72 for a short period of time, then 73. And at the time they introduced 73, uh, it was Secure Act 2.0. Now it's 75 for, for those like in our- Has that group. kicked in yet, Phil? Or does that, no. does that trickle in in 24 or 25? Yeah, 24. 
24. So, I mean, okay. it, it's going to be a couple of years out yet before anyone is going to be um, in that age 75 RMD. So, so most for people me, are, I'll see 75. Yeah, you'll you'll see 75 is your yeah. RMD age. Yeah. So. Okay, so if you've already started RMDs, Phil, mm-hmm. you're already in. So don't worry about it. You're doing them. They're Correct. there, right? You're so nothing's really changed for folks. You're just you're taking them every year. That's it is what it is, right? Correct. So if you haven't started them yet, this is where it's obviously important to pay attention and, and think about this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's no no way to get around an RMD. It is what it is. That, that was your that was your agreement. Well, there there's no way of getting around the RMD. Okay. There's ways to minimize the effect, you know. So we'll kind of, di- you know, I guess differentiate between the two. Right. But yeah, I mean, the the RMD was that other side of the equation of your agreement with the IRS, where they let you defer the money, take the deduction, defer all the tax. Now it's time to to take the money out. So there's no way to avoid it. Anytime money comes out of that tax deferred account, it will be taxed. So. And they, they did change in the Secure Act 2.0, as you mentioned. They did right. reduce the penalty because there is a hefty penalty Correct. if you do not take it out, if you do not do it. So, and, and there's some things you can do. You can send the letter in and blah, blah, blah. And they may forgive it, right? But I mean, right. why mess with the hassle? They went from what, 50% now to 25? 25. Think? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to miss it for sure. Um, and even if you do miss it, the, the reality is, as long as you catch it before they do and, and you take the, the missed required distributions, generally they'll waive the penalty right. you know, or it won't even come up. So, um, but you don't want to miss it, right? Don't, right. don't forget the date is yeah, the best sure. thing. Make sure you've got a plan to know when that is and, and how it's going to affect your scenario. Well, let's play, so, let's play some numbers games here for folks yeah. a little bit. So let's just say you got a million bucks, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, it's in and it's in a four hundred one k, right? So it's been yep. it's been waiting. They want their cut, right? Uh, yep. So what's the percentage usually? So it's a sliding scale, correct? It changes as we age. Correct, and it's actually not a percentage. It's a, a life expectancy table. Okay, um, and we can maybe put a link in the show notes even. But I mean, it it basically as you age, life expectancy goes down. So if you were seventy five this year, let's say. You look at your balance in your IRAs, 401ks from last, the end of last year, 1231 of 2022 in this case, mm-hmm. divided by the life expectancy factor in that table, which I believe for 75 is 27.4. Okay. So it's a, I always say it starts out at around 4%. Okay. So let's just, for, for easy math. For, right. So a million dollars, you're looking at $40,000 you have to take. You have to take. And right. of course, and, and just to kind of play the, the scary mm-hmm. game, if you don't, right? It's 25% penalty on top of that, right? And you still have to take the RMD and pay the tax. You know, so it's not like you the, the, the 25% doesn't include the tax. It's on top of because it's a yeah. penalty. It's hefty, right? So again, just don't don't miss it, right? So, so back to the numbers game. So if people, you know, you got to pull 40 grand out. If you've got to have, if you put a good plan and a strategy in place, you're working with a finance professional. Many times you guys hear I mean, like I talk to advisors yeah. all across the country and every week it's at least one or two say the same thing. Yep. Uh, clients go, I don't need the money. What do I do with it? But you have to take it out. Right. So right. now people start wondering, OK, what's some ways to be efficient with it? Or then we start to get into the conversation of do we want to look at things ahead of time before mm-hmm. RMDs are due? Uh, and maybe move that money prior to, or do we want to do things like a QCD um, to satisfy mm-hmm. stuff? So let's kind of break that down real fast. So let's go back to the million dollars. You got to pull 40 out for the first year. Yep. If you're charitable minded, uh, you can satisfy some or all of that, correct, with a QCD. 
Yeah, so, and this is where the, the rules kind of broke apart. So remember, RMD started at 70 and a half. That's what an RMD was. Right. So when they introduced this concept of a QCD or qualified charitable distribution, they the way the rule was written, it, it was tied to age 70 and a half, mm-hmm. which at the time was when RMD started. And they left it. And they left the QCD at 70 and a half. So we've got this little bit of a disconnect where, you know, you technically could start QCDs at 70 and a half before you get forced into RMDs. So just a kind of a goofy scenario now. Right. But ultimately, so what a qualified charitable distribution QCD is, is you're having your custodian mm-hmm. send up to 100,000. So it doesn't have to be just the RMD. Okay. It can be more, it can be less. Maximum you can do per year is 100,000. Okay. And as long as it goes from the IRA or 401k, whatever it is, to that qualified charity, then it's not a taxable event. Okay. So For you it, or it, them. For Well, yeah. So a charitable entity, right. they, they don't have tax anyways. True. But sometimes but, you got to state the obvious. <laughs> yeah. No, this is true. This is true. <laughs> But I mean, the real advantage is, especially in, in light of the higher standard deductions that we have today, right. the majority of the time, you're, you're, even if you're contributing, you're, you're probably not getting that benefit from a tax standpoint because you're right. already below the standard deduction. Okay. So this gives you almost the best of both worlds because you're, you're, in effect, getting the full contribution because you're not taking the distribution into income, if that makes sense. Right. You know, and, and again, if you're charitable minded, this could be something for you to do. But somebody it's, listening it's to this might thing. go, Mark, you're insane. I'm not giving $40,000 away right. to a charity. Yeah. Nor, not yeah. saying you should have to, but you, so you can do portions, right? So let's say you get, yes. you got to satisfy that $40,000 first RMD or whatever. If yep. you wanted to give 10,000 to your qualified charity of choice, you could, but you still have to, to satisfy the remainder. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it, it whatever you give in a QCD goes towards the RMD. Okay. So in your case, if, if it was 40,000 is the RMD and you were giving 10,000 to a, a charity already, your church, then you can have it go directly to the church or whatever okay. charity. Or whatever, is. right, qualified. You know, yeah. or not, not the charities. church of Uncle Larry or anything yeah, like that. Right. That's right, yeah, it's gotta be a qualified charity. Right. right. It is a way, not around the, the RMD, but it is a way to help minimize the effect of it. Yeah, you're, you're redirecting it, right? So you're satisfying it, you're redirecting it. Now on that same conversation point, Phil, so what people have been doing the last couple of years is, and this is where confusion comes into play a little bit, is they've been doing conversions over to Roth accounts, right? So you're paying the tax now. So make sure that we're under people are hearing that. It doesn't mean you're getting out of it, right? To Phil's point earlier, you right. can't get out of owing the, the tax money. They want their money. So right. it's, it's in an RMD form or as if you pay the taxes now while you're converting to a Roth, right? But it's the devil that you know. So maybe Correct. that makes sense to do right now if you're in a 12% tax bracket potentially. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you're in a lower bracket. Sometimes even if you're not. Which kind of comes back to the the beginning discussion of, you know, how do you avoid it or what can you do about it? Well, the the first thing is have a plan. Understand what this looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just have the accounts and and you know sitting in the IRAs, the four hundred one k, thinking oh, I'm going to defer it. Yeah, seventy eight five. That's you know 
years down the road. I don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah, we ate that. You know, why would I even think about that? Because you got a tax it. time bomb waiting. You got a forty thousand or, and it's going to go up too, right, right, Phil? But with that right. age thing, the older we get, the more we have to pull. Correct. The percentage. Yeah, I mean, just the way the math works is is life expectancy goes down, meaning you're dividing by a, a smaller number each year. So effectively, the percentage goes up. You know, so typically for the average person, and obviously this fluctuates year to year with with markets. Right. But you're going to see a required minimum distribution go up every year. Okay. You know, if market, if you think of it kind of at an average return, and again, it's going to be up and down depending on what's going on in the account. But have have a plan up front. Understand what this looks like. Don't just wait till 75. Because if you do, I don't want to say it's too late, but you're you're starting to limit your options, right? So I mean, uh, one, that's a great point. If you started it, there's no changing after that, or well, no. So w- w- as far as Roth, I mean, you can do whatever you want. But once you once you start a required distribution, an, an RMD has only two places to go. You spend it or you save it, right? Okay. Or, I mean, it can go to charity, but I guess that's kind of spending it. If it comes out and you're not going to spend it in your normal day-to-day, what do I do with it? Well, you're going to reinvest it back into a non-qualified account, which you can do. But then that that is this kind of compounding tax problem now because once that money gets invested in this taxable investment, it continues to grow and generate interest, dividends, capital gains, which you pay tax on. And then you get the, the privilege of doing it again next year and next right. year and next right. year, the rest of your life. Right. You know, so th- that's my point is understand what that looks like today yeah. you know, while you have time so that you, you can start to make some plans to say, OK, you know what, if, if I wait and do nothing by the time, you know, I hit 75, I have whatever my social security benefit is, I've got a pension and all of a sudden I have this significant RMD. And if it's way more than what you need and is going to force you into a higher bracket, which a lot of times it does. I mean, it's a pretty common scenario we see, especially for somebody that's done a good job saving for retirement. You know, once you hit that, you're kind of, you hit the, you hit the wall, so to speak. Mm. You, you have to take the required distribution. The RMD can't be converted it goes into a taxable investment. You know, if you want to convert at that point, you can, but now it's on top of the RMD. So yeah. a lot of times at that stage, it may not make sense because now you're okay. paying significant amounts of tax. So understand what this looks like up front. So, well, a lot of people, you know, well, here's, here are these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And they immediately go to their advisor and say, hey, I want to get all my money out of a 401k or the traditional IRA. I want to convert it to the Roth. Put it all to the Roth, yeah. Put it all to the Roth. And, and that might be the right scenario for you, but probably definitely not at the at, a, at one clip, first of all. Well, Make right. sure you're spacing that out to the tax bracket conversation. But also just find out. Don't just assume that it's the best move, right? There could be – you really need right. to have that strategy because – Again, every situation is going to be a little different. So it's not the worst thing to have to have RMDs. It just simply is what it is, right? So it's just figuring out the best strategy for how you've got your life set up. Yeah. And I mean, there's all sorts of discussion and, and, um, you know, I, I want to say advertising at this point going on around it, it taxes. Is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a hot topic. And I'm glad to hear that it's, it's kind of come to the forefront because I think a lot of times people had. Not understood it, put it to the back burner, thinking oh, I'm going to be a lower bracket in retirement. You know, right, that's the traditional thing. Worrying about yeah. it, yeah. So I'm glad that it's starting to get some press, but you just have to understand what it looks like because I I see now people moving too much in that direction and saying, oh, got to get it all out of the IRAs and right. the, the, the tax free money. If all you have is Roth IRAs and Social Security, you're paying no tax. 
which that's a great thing, but you're you're wasting a lot of room in the, in the tax brackets. Because remember, the tax brackets don't start until taxable income. So you have a standard deduction, you know, so married couple, 27,000, you know, in that neighborhood. So you think of it this way, there's 27,000 of income that you can have before you pay any tax anyways. So the, it doesn't mean having everything moved. It's understanding the makeup of your income. And I mean, if everything is in a Roth IRA and you have Social Security, well, then chances are very little, if any of your Social Security even enters that tax equation. A lot of advisors, obviously, are, are again, to your point, it's almost become marketed at this point, or well, really has, you know, to right. say, hey, let's do a Roth conversion or whatever. And some truly right. wholly fully believe it, that that's, you know, all the, you know, all your money should be over in the Roth. But as a CPA, I, I like the fact that you kind of look at this from multiple sides and go, okay, you know, there's still some tax advantage things we can do by actually having taxable <laughs> tax deferred accounts. So oh, absolutely. I mean, it, over time, it might make sense to to get rid of it. And, and again, through the planning process, you can simply by using years after the conversion mm -hmm. to stay under that standard deduction, we can still keep you in a 0% bracket of that is mathematically what makes sense. The goal, right. But again, a lot of times it, it's not going to make sense for, for somebody, especially if you're in a higher bracket, because, you know, if you're only ever in retirement going to pay 25%, let's say. Okay. It might not make sense to do conversions at a 37% bracket today, you know, because you have to run the math to see. Sometimes it does. Right. Oftentimes it doesn't, you know, so don't, don't get too hyped up on the, oh, I got to get out of these tax deferred accounts, get right. everything to the Roth. It, it's a great strategy. Hear me out. I do it. We do a lot of Roth conversion planning with clients. So don't right. hear that I'm against Roth. Not no. at all. I am for the Roth used in the right way. You know, it's too, too much of a good thing is it can be bad. And that's exactly what we, we get to with this. <laughs> no, great. Because I appreciate you breaking that down that way, because that's exactly what happens, right? As yeah. humans, we see something, whatever it is, and we're like, I oh, I got to get on that, yeah. right? It's <laughs> it's the diet pill. It's the whatever you want to call it. It's the right, new tread. Right. It's the new tread climber that's guaranteed to help you lose 30% more calories or whatever, right? So right. we easily can jump into that mode and we don't... Part of the problem that we have as humans, and my wife and I talk about this all the time, especially with her being an occupational safety and health specialist, is, mm -hmm. is we don't look at things... 10 steps down the road. We make these knee jerk reactions and right. we've really been doing this heavily, obviously for the last number of years where make a snap decision, put a law in place, change whatever. And then right. we'll worry about how it's going to affect things 10 years from now. Right. Right. And as a CPA, you know, your job typically is looking backwards, right? That's what the CPA's role is. But right. then you I mean, also the, have the that forward. Side of it. Yeah. Right. But then you have that forward looking piece because mm -hmm. you're also a personal financial specialist as well. So I really love the fact that you're able to kind of take a bigger look uh, past, present and future from not only a tax standpoint, but an income planning standpoint. And I think that's what people can miss out on if they're focusing yes. on on the hype. Yeah. And, and there's, you know, with a plan in place, it's something that isn't just set it and forget it either. You know, you've right. got to sure. understand and, and look at it every year. I mean, you know, it, it, having that plan in place, you've got to understand that it's not just a plan for today and then yeah. never look at it again. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. Have a plan. Make sure look forward. Does it work? 
but then revisit that plan on a regular basis. What's changed in the laws today, right? Yep. I mean, and, have they, and they could change the it again with the Secure Act 3.0. So have yeah, the tax rates gone up? You know, do yeah. we need to take maybe a more aggressive position on on conversions now because they're proposing higher taxes? I mean, it, there's and all these factors be, you have that to could understand. Yeah. So, so it, it's a dynamic scenario. And we really need to kind of pay attention to this. And I know we're getting along, so we'll get out of here this week. But obviously, there's a lot going to be riding on the next presidential election. We're not going to get mm -hmm. political. But, you know, one of the reasons we've had a lot of conversation is, is taxes change. We t just talked about the fact that we owe so much money. Are they raising taxes? More than likely, we feel like, you know, most people feel like that's going to be the case. But probably right. nothing's going to happen until the election happens because they're, they waited this long, right? So they're right. waiting to see probably who's going to have control and blah, 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 blah. And then they'll make some kind of decision from there. So right. there's... And even if they don't, taxes go up in 26 anyway. So Right. We'll I mean, without any act, at this point, they do end up going up. Right. So, so have by. a plan, have a conversation. But again, with RMDs, it's kind of, you know, understanding the basics, the straightforwardness. You mm -hmm. do have to take them, understand the age at which you have to take them. Yeah. Uh, and just talk with your advisor on, you know, getting started, making sure that you've got it all planned in place. If you haven't yet, again, for people, you know, a lot of people who um, are getting close to that, they're hearing about it. And they're just not sure what they need to do. So again, talk with your financial professional or reach out to Phil. If you've got some questions, they'll be happy to help as always. You can find them at Phil's Tax hacks.com that's phil's tax hacks.com or call him at 248-888-7530 248-888-7530 and don't forget to subscribe to us on apple google spotify or youtube where you can catch the uh the show in in you know audio or video form phil thanks for hanging out and breaking it down buddy not a problem have a good week always appreciate you we'll see you next time here on phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.